Sports Orbit. We make the world go round. Hello and welcome to another wonderful episode of Sports Orbit coming to you from the Leadership Podcast Studio. My name is Afa Acho and I have two gentlemen with me in the studio because Salifu Usman makes a return once again. Okay. Yeah, and we also have a special guest in the studio with us today in uh, Mr. Chinedu Ohanusi, former Premier uh, Nigerian Professional League uh, referee, former General Secretary FCT Football Referees Council. And we'll be discussing uh, a whole lot of issues, particularly the core of shaking we've so far witnessed in the ongoing AFCON. We still have plenty of other stories with you, as we all are aware. The final eight of the AFCON is now well known. Egypt finally made it through the final eight yesterday. And of course, other teams. We also have stories about AFCON and of course, the Ministry of Sports. The NFF are also have also held a meeting to carry out a holistic review of what transpired with Super Eagles at the ongoing AFCON in Cameroon. First, we'll begin with um, the officiating at the African Cup of Nations. Mr. Chinidu, I'm sure you've been following uh, the AFCON as you know it's been ongoing. One major issue where a lot of fans have complained, not just in Nigeria, but across Africa, even if you go through social media platforms, a lot of fans have been outrageous, you know, filled with outrage over the state of officiating at the AFCON. You can imagine that just between, just in, in the round of 16 alone, I think about seven yellow, seven, seven red, red cards were dished out. Are we saying African referees are not competent enough? Is VR a problem? How do you really see this thing? Give us an assessment of what you think. Anyway, for a start, let me say, Football started without the referee. Um, it was when the players were unable to resolve issues that they needed to consult somebody maybe at the sideline and um, to arbitrate. Then thereafter, the referee they now raising the eye. Why not let us bring him in in the middle? And at the point, they now said, okay, let us also assist him with some people that will watch over the lines. So that's the evolution of referee in primarily. And um, in Nigeria or elsewhere in the world, we used to know of match commissioners. Yeah. So the referee had enormous powers. Remember one of our presidents, Bishabin Obasanjori, named the referee as one of those yeah. and pastors as one of those he the very most and PMOs. Yeah. Um, but in this matter, uh, let me quickly say that uh, there are three aspects of refereeing. First, you must have the knowledge of the laws of the game. Yeah. You must be able to interpret them, then, I mean, understand them, then interpret them. So those are the three uh, layers for the referee. He's a judge and um, often without interference, uh, he has to dish out decisions immediately. Then came the video assistant referee, the technology uh, that we believe is meant to help referees to do yeah. much more better yeah. and um, like i did say in the past we used to have match commissioners match commissioners assess referees yeah. but it came to a situation whereby we understand that the match commissioner is not sufficiently uh, you know um, equipped to assess a yeah. referee for instance 
no man can say he knows exactly what a woman feels in the labor room. No matter, we all know that it's painful. We all know that there is some cries. There are some cries uh, here and there, but nobody can tell you the exact nature of pain because you are not a woman. Now, with uh, FIFA and uh, IFAB, International Football Association, but, uh, are now agreed and there came this evolution of specialty. A referee must specialize at a certain level, an assistant referee must specialize at an assistant particular level. There were still gaps, so we, they brought in the referee inspector. So the match commissioner takes charge of security and other aspects of the game, while the referee inspector takes charge of uh, assessing the referee and uh, because um, as somebody will say now who no man then they kill them go you know you cannot catch a thief unless you pretend to be one or you are one yourself or okay now um that is where we are you ask so many questions so i had to lay the preamble for what is uh, what a referee is now coming to the afghan in cameroon i am yet to see one decision that you know we should put our heads our hands in our head and shout blue mother i've not seen any of such decisions so i, mean, I followed with matches closely and uh, I know, like uh, Western of say at the time, we have 100 million Nigerians, and uh, everybody believed out of, uh, you know, that he's also a coach out of every one million, we have one coach, uh, national team coach. So many of us um, pretend or just decide to think that the referee job is not important, that we too can do it. What is there? What is it? You know, no matter how I read my Bible, no matter how the Bible school that I must have attended, I can never be the same as a man that has been ordained as a man of a, a, a preacher in the church. Because there are differences between the letters of the word and the spirit of the word. For the referee, it goes beyond that. Now, we call that law 18. Uh, there are, you know, the laws of football, there are 17. We call that the unwritten law. That is the common sense. Uh, where the referee has to also be a judge of both the action and intention. And uh, this is where we are. Before every competition, referees are given specific instructions. It could be we are not going to tolerate kicks from behind. It could be we are not going to tolerate swinging of the elbow. It could be we are not going to tolerate spitting on the pitch. You know, it could yeah. be a combination of yeah. two or three issues. And um, if you observe, CAF has not come out to say anything about officiating in this competition. Uh -huh. uh, the local organizing committee has not come to say, oh, the referees have performed below expectation. But ordinarily, those of us that are far are the people are far from uh, Cameroon and uh, probably uh, not in the game, connected with the game directly, that have felt agreed. I want to say again that I have seen most of the decisions um, we have pointed at and said, oh, this card this card is undeserving or that card is undeserving. You will be cut. The collision with money and the keeper beans, keeper being sent out, all those issues. I believe the referees were spot on with their decisions. Uh, thank you, Mr. Hansen. Football, the game of football cannot be played without the impact of 
And from your own experience as an excellent way for see the game and who know also feel just like you are you analyze that person back and you also feel how they make you feel where on the people they have made and the second position just like that. But if you see that all you have seen so far the lefty are in order. So are we now see that African lefty are in this No, no, the referees are in order. Uh the African referees to me are even doing more. Because the technology so, I mean, will be the African players. Yes. No, 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 not so. The competition has not even gone that. Remember, there was a World Cup final that we have to see so many yellow cards, so many red cards. Uh, Grand Paul, one of yeah. the best in England, even issued three red, yeah, yellow yeah, cards yeah, to yeah, one yeah. player, and yeah. that player was still on the pitch. Yeah. So, I want to say that um, referees are permitted to make some level of error. A lot of players that have the nets wide open. And they decide to sky the ball. Oh. I get something now. So, if we think we want people to shape games without making errors, then we, should, we have to bring perfect human beings. None of us here is infallible. Oh. And in that case, uh, what I see is simple uh, get uh, the referee, train him, equip him, prepare him, let him go out there and do his job. The referee is chosen by calf. Are like even a new generation of elite referees. So there may be errors, there may be mistakes. Uh, I mean, but I don't see anyone that we should put our hands in our head and shout about. So there may be none of them, uh, maybe in those yellow card or red card, some of them could, go, could be 50 50 issues, like the EOB issue. He actually got the ball, but he was just coming to the game. There was nothing like maybe tiredness, fatigue. So it is clear that. He, you know, he could control things better than even those playing. But the stamp on the ankle means uh, that ankle could go. And, uh, you know, the ankle is a very delicate part of a, a football player's uh, body. Yeah. So I want to believe uh, that uh, the VAR calling the referee to come and have a second look was right. Yeah. And the referee decided to cancel the yellow card and issue the red card. Well, Perhaps if there is anything at all in this competition that we may say, oh, didn't go right, was the referee that was not 100% oh. and decided to yeah, stop the match before time. Oh. Uh, that is not in the books at all. Yeah. Because FIFA has also made it that the fourth official, oh. that's the reserve referee, is also a competent referee. Oh. You know, and uh, if you know you can no longer continue for health reasons, you should signal there will be a substitution, and uh, you know the fourth official will go in and complete uh, the game. Um, but I understand that referee also is one that uh, has issues, even officiating at the Zambian League, yeah. and uh, he was sent back immediately. I understand he suffered sunstroke. Yeah. I don't know exactly what sunstroke means because yeah. in, this yeah. part, in this part of Nigeria, yeah. um, we don't have uh, issues like that. Yeah. But um, players also in Cameroon we are complaining that they are they are you know being roasted in the Scotchy yeah. weather, especially weather. some yeah. of the players from North Africa yeah. and those that are not used to the African uh, this thing. So yeah. so far, if these referees have made errors. They could be related to VAR errors. Yeah. And you see most of them like that. Yeah. Each time they go to the yeah. VAR and come back. Yeah, that's they, good. And now 
the bar that we are using, remember, um, even in England, the Premier League that all of us watch, oh. the use of VAR in England is not as mature as when you watch in La Liga oh, or yeah, Serie A, yeah, 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 or even in Germany. Because they introduced it late. They started yeah. with the goal line conservative, yeah. they started with the goal line Technology. technologies, yeah. the uh, uh, hawk eye, okay. then yeah. the uh, watches that beeps, yeah. you know, then eventually that's why that was why FIFA excused English referees yeah. from the world last World Cup yeah. in Russia. Now they've gone a little bit further. But even uh clubs are complaining yeah. about yeah. Uh, VAR, especially the smaller clubs, oh. and I want to say uh, that we have seen clear issues that have not been handled even at that top level. Oh. African football is still coming up there. Uh, perhaps <coughs> even if uh, CAF is using, I don't know the technology they are using, but IFAB, International Football Association Board, is the one that prescribes the technology that must be used for this. I don't know for how many of this uh, technology we have in our um, various stadiums in Nigeria. Uh, so we, we have to get used to it as a country, as a continent, and as a people before we, you know, we say yes. Uh, for now, it has been introduced. We have had views. It's for CAF to sit down. People like Amuneka there in uh, Cameroon working as CAF technical study group members. Yeah. Those in charge of refereeing will bring their reports. At the end of this tournament, I believe they are going to holistically look into these issues, uh, profile solutions to where they find problems, and we forge ahead. But I don't see any team that is out of this competition and will say, oh, they were pushed out because of that. But, but, uh, uh, yeah, Mr. Hanson, just like you were saying, if you look at this very after, you know, this is the first time we are using about all our previous accounts, they have never been yes. and that is why people are very worried. But if you compare the rate of work in this particular match, and the last half in Indonesia recorded only for red card, recorded only for red card in the third version of the And if you look at in the last four of the Africa Cup of Nations, the last four of the Africa Cup of Nations, the entire record of the red card is 13. You know, this particular one, after two rounds of matches, it was a good and the run of the and the second round, we have recorded 33 red cards and we have about eight matches to go. That's what I said. I said before every competition, referees are under instruction. So sometimes when the organizers find out that the referees are even um, overdoing it, they call them again and say, okay, please, we can step it down a little bit. You understand now? So, um, this referees, the instruction they are given, we don't know all here, but I understand that tackles and you know, like uh, from behind or anywhere, the ankle must be protected, swings of the elbow uh, must be protected. They were told. So if we if we are interested in finding out the instructions, all we need to do is probably go to CAF uh, website and find out what specific instruction. I know they are given some instruction. Sometimes, like in this era of coronavirus. Um, I told them when players beat, make sure instead of a yellow card, give a red card. You, you understand? So, these are the dynamics of the game. Football has to also um, change with time, and uh, um, probably these are the changes. 
the red card or no red card, like Eto did say, the rule about COVID was made before everything even came to Cameroon. Right. So all of us we are aware of it. The rules about these red cards, all the FAs were aware of it. It is now left to the individual FAs to pass the message to their um, uh, players. All right. Uh, thank you for giving us an in-depth analysis of you know the situation concerning refereeing at Cal. And then we'll go for a short break, and when we come back, we'll have plenty of stories to steal. If you don't go nowhere, we'll be right back. Sports Orbit. We make the world go round. Uh, welcome back from that uh, short break. Uh, back to before when the uh, Mr. Hanusi was still talking about. Uh, referring while we're speaking of uh, now we want to find out you see we're having the afghan currently and it's very strange a lot of nigerians actually uh, complained about it there is no nigerian referee participating in this afghan what could be the problem is it that our referees are not good enough are not competent enough what do you think is actually the problem uh, well um in officiating at international football level um you have to pass through specific um specific uh classes yeah. and when you become a fifa referee first of all then you are exposed to lesser games they are given country appointments they throw this to nigeria so the people here in nigeria can decide to give whoever they want to give the match okay. but when the com competition like have Champions League, CAF Confederations Cup, come to the business end. CAF knows their elite referees. They will now say Salihu and Acho, and maybe one more person. Or they will say Salihu and two other persons. They send it to Nigeria. What happens at the NFL? We don't know. But now let me tell you something. How much investment has the NFL put in to train referees? I have been in a crusade asking the NFL to pay referees for the matches they officiated in Nigeria Premier League oh. 2019 and 2020. Last season, they paid for the week one to week six and stopped paying. So what is the credibility in our league? Why will you ask me as a referee to go and officiate a match and I will spend like uh, a flight about 25,000 naira or 30,000 naira, go to come back and um, accommodate myself, do everything, and you're, you're not giving me. So you are exposing me to probably take gratification from the team that can offer it and mess up the match. That's the system we run in Nigeria. Now, those when you bring all these problems together, it affects our Nigerian efforts. In countries that get it right, let me say Ghana, all they do is, from the beginning, they focus on, they, 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 they shot list one, two, three referees, focus on them. Once country matches are given, they give it to them. Once individual matches come, they will still come to them. But you know, in Nigeria, they want everything to be shared, quota system. Let one Ibo man take one, let Hausa man take, let Yoruba man take, let Guare man take. It does not work that way. So if we know that we have our best referees, we must 
those matches must go to them. Let the other ones grumble. Um, but when they start doing badly, we demote them, we promote those ones that are better or you know doing better. That is the system. I learned Lino Sumba, um, who brought most of us up, who mentored most of us up. I've been the referee advisor over time. I don't know what he advises the NFL. I don't know what he advises the NRA. Um, I left like two or three years before I was 45. Uh, so that to create room for others because I found out that I couldn't, there was no way I was going to be a FIFA referee at that time and I would make headway. Uh, you need about five years of that. Uh, uh, three years of being a FIFA referee to get one under 17 tournament. Oh. From the under 17, they will try out the under 21. Oh. From the under 21, they will start you with CAF Champions League, um, a Confederation Cup, oh. Champions League, like semi finals. Oh. Then you become more of a Gazama. Oh. You become, you know, you, your name starts ringing bell oh. on the continent. Then they may now say, okay, well, he's going to a FIFA under 17, a FIFA under. 20 oh. and anytime from then maybe an olympics then suddenly you are in the world cup so it will take you another at least eight to ten years oh. to be an early on the early list of referees oh. to go to the but when you want to enter referees here somebody who is already 40 years will tell he's 28 years oh and you need to do some kind of uh, very difficult physical fitness exercises yeah. To every year oh. to confirm to confirm your fitness. Oh. So when you cannot do that, oh. you drop. So the issue is that some of them will say, "Oh, um, that's my godfather. He has promised me next year he'll put me on the back." Why are you putting somebody that you know will fizzle out before twelve years? Okay. So if we have people that are that educated, knowledgeable, ability to control their out of the field and on the field um refereeing uh, life we, we give them the push a db was pushed he was almost there for the world cup but what happened i didn't know though he said i think he's a little bit older than the age um uh, he uh, declared so the basic thing is that we must start having our referees from the secondary school they must be 18 or below when we get them, let them start appreciating those under 12, under 13 matches, or making their experiences to go to the World Cup. Oh. NFF does not spend a dime training referees. I know uh, when Gabriel Sutespai, the uh, Ethiopian that handled uh, now Eritrea, then it was Ethiopia before they separated, that handled the Afghan final between Nigeria and uh, Algeria. They've been here for different MA courses. Oh. MA means member association of either FIFA or CAP. Oh, sorry, time is not a friend, but you know, finally, how do you play this? How do you play this? Yes, you must not. You must not. I didn't play highest football, but the interest was there. So, in fact, when I wanted to go and register, I was told I was too young. You know, I left secondary school. My mind was just because while in school, one Mr. Defar, our game master, wanted me. So, it's just, I just found my way, got the form. Pass the screening or interview. They'll do some tests for you, both the eye, whether you can recognize colors properly, and you know, etc. Then they start grooming you as an, a referee in training. After that, you write the examination to grade three, to grade two, to grade one. Within some years, sometimes I think it's very unnecessary. Uh, they will give you three years to stay on one grade, four years to stay on another grade. Yeah, I think they can reduce those so that we have the referees going to FIFA. When they are young, I met a referee from uh, 
Burkina Faso in the March. Amerangwe died in Lagos and he told me he was 29 years and I look at him and say this guy is not 29. Perhaps oh. he's younger. Oh. So that gives him the advantage of longevity. Oh. All right, thank you so much for opening our eyes to so many things about referring that you as a sports reporter was not aware of but thank you for your enlightenment. I'm sure many of our viewers out there have learned a thing or two about referring generally. All right, we'll, with the little time we'll have, we'll go on to other story where the ministry and NFF is holding a crucial meeting to review <laughs> the performance of Super Eagles at the AFCON. Usually, like it's usually done in this kind of competition, when your team goes out, comes back, usually do a review, sort of like a post-mortem, to find out where you went wrong and what can be done to improve on the team so that in this kind of outing next time, they can do better. Salifu quickly. What do you make of this? Uh, well, I, I wish it's not one of the uh, roundtable meetings that never did a because I am here to understand what I'm saying. It's called a minister, a technical man, or the march of this happens. But I was going to say that they want to be so they hope that they will come out with confidence because I'm looking to see what I was going to say that one of the issues that they want to be so is also to look at either what to be or not to be. And from the grievance, from what we are hearing, that they have also tried to make up their mind that they are going to be the next one of the players of the World Cup qualifiers. So let's see how it's going to be. I think whatever they are going to do now, they should be able to look into and look, look, look into their eyes and tell them say the truth to know the obvious where we are. Because as it is now, it's very dicey. And because I also read that the 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 Ghanaians are looking at the Ghanaians based on their performance at their at their point. And you do not want to judge them by that. That means you are you are you are you are, you are doing yourself a great risk. Still on the Afghan yesterday, we saw a couple of matches go down. Egypt played um, Cote d'Ivoire and Egypt won down on, on penalties. And it was also um, Burkina Faso versus uh, sorry, Mali versus Equatorial Guinea yesterday, which uh, Mali also. Well, well, maybe we that one. Okay, Mali lost actually on penalties. I was doing coming that score. Yeah, six five actually. And uh, uh, Egypt are uh, all true to last eight. In, initially, we started after Egypt fell to Nigeria. It seemed like Egypt were not going to progress any further. But here they are in the quarterfinal. Yeah, I did. I did tell anybody that cared to listen that uh, we should know that the Afghan does not start until the end of oh, sixteen. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, when the boys go home, the oh. men will stay to oh. take care of business. Oh. Um, but one thing that this evening Nigeria was the group we are placed in. Oh. And when we beat Egypt, that was yet trying to string passes together, we thought we had achieved everything. Oh. We played Sudan and Guinea and Guinea-Bissau, and those are no not football nation that we should be uh, proud to have. You know, Britain, they, oh. they gave, the result against Egypt was wonderful. Oh. I, I, I was myself very fascinated by that. Now, if going forward, if we had Mali yesterday going through, it means Mali, Gambia, and Tunisia from one group oh, would have all qualified to the quarterfinals. Oh. So that tells you how that group was. Oh. Tunisia lost two games, oh. yes. was in the quarterfinals. Yeah. Nigeria they didn't lose any group oh. game, but we are in Nigeria. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so the Ministry of Sports and NFF should save Nigeria of another agony. Oh. They cannot review themselves oh. because they bungled this 
AFCON. In the first place. In the first place. Yeah. You cannot, even if though, though I don't support giving a Gravonde's job, I know that the job was given to him too late. When I you want you. when you want to send, uh, when a boy is sent out by his father to go and steal, oh. he does not go through the window. He used the leg to open the door. Oh. So we should give a Gravonde what the tools to it's work exactly. in at the right time. Yeah. Now, is it going to be a Gravon or not? Oh. I believe you, the game against Ghana, uh, my prediction as soon as those draws oh. were made is that Nigeria will join the five countries qualifying uh, before other countries qualify. Oh. But we may just win by a shootout or away goal. Oh. It will be so close. The, everything about our rivalry with Ghana will come into play. Definitely. And um, going to you know, you watch again and you see the performance of El Guavon at this AFCON. Oh. He played all our cards against Egypt, oh. repeated them in the other two games. Oh. So we are predictable. And that was why oh. we uh, came out, uh, you know, uh, uh, the, the losing side against uh, Tunisia. Oh. They just clipped our wings oh. and, uh, and our reaction it. Our reaction was also late. He oh. realized that we could go through the middle. Oh. Uh, but now, um, my advice to the NFL oh. is that ask some other people to give you opinion about yourself. Oh. Uh, Pinnick uh, has been in power as NFL president for close to eight years oh. now. No trophy. No trophy. And he's still asking that they should give him opportunity to take Nigeria to the World Cup. After the World Cup, we will hold the elections. Oh. And I said, if the Nigerian government allows that, then I will know that, yes, they have actually killed football in Nigeria Absolutely. because uh, as of today, if you go to the social media, it oh. is either it is an IPOP uh, uh, super egos oh. or Biafra yeah, super egos or Arewa super egos, oh. you know, a quota system super egos. Oh. Now, that which unites us have started uh, suffering because yeah. of uh, people that want to disunite dis uh, dis in Nigeria. Uh, it's now time for the government, the Ministry of Information, the Ministry of Sports, the Ministry of Youth, and they must come out to defend this one thing that unites Nigeria. Football should never, never, ever, ever suffer because that's the only thing holding us together. That's the only arena where we speak with one voice. Right, thank you so much, and for being with us on this uh, episode of Sports Orbits. Thank you for being in the studio. Until we come your way tomorrow again with another exciting episode of Sports Public, I remain your host, Afa Chuang. Bye bye from here. This program is brought to you by Leadership Podcast from the stable of Leadership Media Group.